0: Falcons fans, we're about to talk about this win today over the Browns. I'm with my boy, Mike Cottrell, and joined by Fleek, who was at the game today, and we're about to get into it just in a few minutes. on folks it is john here with out of your falcon minds coming live to you today for the first time i think mike we we did it last year one time but it was just
1: to see how it was on youtube but you know um i don't even remember doing that i'm so (laughs) excited to do i feel fancy (laughs) hey y'all hold on for a minute Not, not only are we going live for the first time but we have a ticker so that's two fancy things and i got a new microphone and we got my man fleet and we just won if you ain't out of your falcon mind for this one, you don't have a clue. I mean, we went, we've gone Hollywood, Johnny Yates. I love right. it, out of your falcon mind. That's right, man. Yeah, so we uh, coming
0: live to you here on the Variety Sports Network, out of your falcon mind. This is our recap show. We do it every week. This is the first time we've done it right after the game so all of us fleek was at the game um so all of us uh everything is real raw even i haven't had a whole lot of chance to look at i saw a few comments after the game but we're just going to get into it in a few minutes uh fleek man introduce yourself to the people man
2: what's going on everybody i'm fleek uh at ron rico season on twitter uh i'm from the new millennials falcons podcast with the atb network check us out over there and yeah man the game was like crazy the the stadium was lit everything was like you had a you had a
0: little incident going into the game won't you what what happened with that
2: (laughs) oh yeah so I I I find my parking or whatever I park I get out of the car I overhear somebody saying man uh did such and such go in the game already I need a lighter and so I'm like I look over it's a Browns fan but I'm still like oh man he needs a lighter I have a lighter so I was like yeah I got a lighter if you need it cool he's like yeah Appreciate you for the lighter, but we about to whoop that ass, though. And I'm like, wow, wow, Man. like that, huh? And so I just knew, like, we had to win because I couldn't go out like that. Nah. I couldn't go out bad that way. Nah, I could I love it. Yeah.
0: No, that's – yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and uh, before we get started, guys, look, you can listen. If you're, if you're not catching us live, obviously, you can always listen to us on any podcast provider that you listen to uh, on YouTube at Out of Your Falcon Mind. You can follow us as a – the ticker says out of your in mind on Twitter. You can email us anything, and uh, we'd be happy to, to read it on the show. Uh, so, Fleek, man, um, how, was the, how was the crowd starting out, like, the game? How was it? It looked like it was pretty lit from the TV, I, I, just from what I could yeah.
2: see. Yeah, it was nice, man. Like It was a pretty good crowd, and I will say Cleveland Browns fans. The rumor is true. They traveled very well, like, okay. even before we got into the game. There were a Cleveland Brown jersey all over the streets of Atlanta. So they really, they really traveled well. I would say it's probably 60, 40 Falcons away, but it was a lot of Browns fans in the building.
3: Okay. Um,
2: at the beginning of the game, you know, it was it was nice, it was lit when the players came out, but as the stadium started filling up into like mid-second quarter, that's when it really packed out and the stadium got loud. And uh, like I said, the Browns fans travel well. So even when Nick Chubb was running all over us for a minute there. Mm-hmm. The stadium was still out because everybody was tub they say chubby 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 or something like that mm-hmm. something weird they say. But yeah and I oh there were Browns fans and it like every seat in the row in front of us so it was just like man it was really lit. But uh, I would say in that downtime in the the third quarter where every, each offense was like kind of playing bad Mm-hmm. I mean, it was very quiet in the stadium. You can kind of yeah. tell mm-hmm. Falcons and Browns fans were kind of in the same boat because we're like, we don't know what's up. We don't know what's going on. The Falcons offense been kind of hot starting out this season. I didn't expect them to start off so slow. Browns fans thought they were going to run all over us. You know what I'm saying? So that was a little downtown, but I would tell you that fourth quarter was insane. Mm-hmm. The back and forth, the running game taking over. I'm inserting my dominance. They're inserting their dominance. It's just crazy. And then uh, at the end of the game, you know, with Kusak's in the field goal, uh, as the Browns were driving, the fans had complete confidence that they were going to get the field goal. He was mm-hmm. The guy was even telling me, he was like, you know, we have a rookie kicker banged it in from 60 to win the first game of the season. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, dang, man, that's kind of worrisome because you're driving the field or whatever. But Grady shows up with a sack at the – best time he could have done that and then D offered wins us the game and seals it in the end and the crowd was crazy for that one everybody was on their feet at the end it was really that I'll tell you what that was the best first regular season game I could have attended because I got to see an ending like that mm-hmm. and we actually won so it was so fun
0: this yeah. seems to be like just a different energy in the building now a little bit I mean just from these previous years
2: It is, man. And I will say, like, I know coming into the season, a lot of people knew what the Falcons are as far as Mm -hmm. the roster. And we didn't expect too, too, too much. But one thing uh, I saw a lot of Falcons fans say is they want the Falcons to be competitive and feisty all season, fun to watch, and not, you know, boring, you know, like we were all of last season. And I'll say, you know, four weeks into the season, they've been a lot of fun to watch. I mean, we haven't been on the winning side of it. And there's been some, some dry spots. But overall, man, the Falcons have been, you know, uh, not a surprise, but just a good feeling to watch again. I didn't feel like that last year. I didn't.
0: No, no, I agree. Yeah, and by they the way, oh, 100%. Yeah, boring was a great way to describe last season's and yeah. stuff. And so, I mean, yeah. just, yeah. Um, and by the way, if you guys are watching, if y'all want to comment, feel free to comment. It'll, they should show up on or I can actually put it on the screen. But um, we'll definitely read them out if y'all have any comments about the game or thoughts or anything at all. Um, so, man, just getting into – well, Mike, first of all, any just overall thoughts before we get into this? Uh, no, I'm just the excited, here?
1: man. Two and I, 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 This is what I wanted, two straight mm-hmm. victories for mm-hmm. the momentum of it. And, uh, man, the shit I'm going to talk all week, man, just because the momentum went two. We could have won the first two. I'm not even going to hop on that. Yeah. But just two now just feels really good, man. It feels really good. Yeah,
0: and I was going to say, Fleet, they actually showed uh, Chubb's entire like high school football team was there was like, i mean like like the current oh, like yeah. the C- cedar town high school like their football team was there his family was there we knew the chubb awesome. was going to bring a lot of folks to the game we just knew that just from oh him yeah a lot, around.
2: lot of um uga jerseys UGA Oh i'm sure mm-hmm. yeah i'm there sure
0: so that makes sense but hey we didn't even mention it man i woke up to a great win this morning man how about that
2: oh man hey I oh, yeah in, yeah in the middle of the first quarter they <laughs> played that highlight at uh at the end of the game where the the double doink, and the, double like doink. the crowd was cheering and like you would have thought we scored the touchdown. that's how, awesome how, how loud the crowd was
0: man that was awesome yeah that was uh man i was the vikings they tried to get man kirk cousins man oh my god but anyway they, the, the <laughs> saints didn't win so it was all good um that hey was that's great. all
1: i care about the saints didn't win Hey, that's a hell of a start
0: to the day, man. Hell of a start to the day. So, But, uh, yeah, man, so getting into the first quarter, man, yeah, Chubb just kind of just, I mean, did what he wanted with his double-digit gains. I think on the first four plays of the game, uh, we pretty much weren't getting really any pressure on Jacoby. Um, And then they went forward on a fourth and three, which I was kind of surprised. I thought they might just take the points there, but I guess they were feeling good about themselves. Went ahead, tried to get that fourth and three, and we made a – secondary did a great job. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I mean mm-hmm. staying on their guys and Jacoby had to throw it up out of the end zone, get the ball back. Um and then C, and then C P with a big run, big gainer to Pitts, which was I think the only one he saw or got the rest of the game, that was it. Um and then CP ran for the first. Man, I thought did was it was the crowd say it looked like a definite PI on Ward, man. And the
2: Oh yeah, the of, yeah. yeah. The Brown, the Browns fans in front of me said that's a PI. We 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 saw that. We all yeah.
0: I mean, I, was, I think it was Tiki or somebody on the broadcast. He was like, man, that was a good no call. I'm like, what? Like, he literally, like, that's the definition of it. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. How's that that's a good crazy. no call? Oh, before we even go any further, Mike, you joked about uh, Liam getting the score right. Right. He you, know, you, know what he pre- you know what he predicted, right? He predicted no, 2420. He said what? He said 2420.
1: I told you every time, dog, it's like he got inside information. It makes
0: no damn sense. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's you know, good. It on, every on time.
0: The, on the preview show, for y'all listening, um, me and Mike and I, we always do the predictions, and my 12-year-old does it with us. Mm-hmm. And he beat us last year, and so far he's 2-1 and one this year. Well, mm-hmm. now he's 3-1. and one. Um, But uh, Mike and I both predicted high-scoring games in the 30s. Um, mm-hmm. And he said 24. No, said not 24, 20. I'm like, all right. We we're like, yeah, okay, that's funny, dude. Yeah, you ain't really you know, watching <laughs> yeah. both these teams. You don't know. Yeah. You know they're, they're, but, He's going to score, man. It's all right. And then look at this shit, man. It's amazing. Yeah. That's, um, that's
2: awesome. He's better than me. I predicted a 30 point game, too. Oh,
0: yeah. we. I was 38 31. I think Mike was 35.
1: I was expecting a lot of points. Yeah. I didn't see yeah. the team
0: stopping either of other, other, the other teams they, rush. I mean, they killed mean?
1: my fantasy because Cordell didn't do nothing. Kyle didn't do nothing. And Drake didn't do nothing. They killed man. my fantasy. I don't even want to talk about fantasy team today, yeah. man. man yeah. It's been a
0: bad day for me, fantasy wise. <laughs> um, But anyway, man, we had the – after that uh, P.I. what should have been a P.I., Marcus sailed one over Pitts that probably he could have just had his feet or just kept running for the first down but didn't. Uh, And then third and long, had a great check down to Tyler, who had a great day himself. Um, Mm -hmm. And then bad snap on first and goal, man. And uh, Marcus had to run it out. And then uh, CP did what he did, make a nice little run to the left side there, got in the end zone. Or oh, I'm sorry, he did not. He uh this was Marcus. I'm sorry, CP got stuffed at second goal. And then Marcus threw into coverage uh on third, which was just I don't know what he was looking at there. But anyway, Ku hits up three nothing. Uh then the Browns next possession, second down attempt is a hold, and Hawk put his head right on the ball, man, of an mm-hmm. Njoku and forced that thing out. And Evans yeah. recovered. And that's I mean, say what you will. I mean, Hawkins is I mean, he's having a decent little Hell season. Hell yeah! I
1: mean,
2: you hey, know. We <laughs> talked about that. We did, we man. Talked about that in yeah. the, the episode. I was here before the season, regular season began, man, and mm. I was watching them on the sideline before the game, kind of hyping each other up as a as a duo. Uh, Grant and uh, and Jalen they were they were hyping each other up on the sideline. And I know those guys are playmakers. They can force turnovers, mm-hmm. if anything.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and I mean, Richie had a. Tough-ish day. He took a, he got stiff arm one time. Took a bad angle on that he chub did. run. Um, but he made some plays
1: but, too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh no, he did for down, sure. Man. He for sure made some plays. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: I, and I, I mean, you know, I don't expect perfection out of that guy. I mean, but mm-hmm. he's, you know, he has a few few tough ones on him. But yeah. uh, and then we had one one good positive with Mariota. He had a great <laughs> scramble throw to Hesse on the next possession, and then that then CP ran it in for the touchdown. And I, yeah, that was you know, a great pass. That was, was, yeah. Yeah. I give him credit on that one. And we went up 10 0. And you know, I was still worried about, you know, I mean, I as a Falcons fan, you never you never satisfied how any lead whatsoever. We just mm-hmm. we know that. But um man, Chubb is just a damn unit, man. Like it oh, is yeah. impossible to take that dude down. Mm-hmm. Like the man. fact that Troy Anderson later in the game made an open field tackle on him yeah. that and wrapped it up with say him down, something right? Like Crazy. that's the only dude I saw to really take him down like with the first single handedly. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yep. yeah.
0: Like it doesn't matter. He gets hit, and he's just he keeps going, man. Like he is yeah. a. This is crazy.
1: Troy different he's a truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Troy different. Hey, when Troy like the more and more he plays, I I just love seeing him on the field, no matter mm-hmm. what happens, because a guy that raw, and that talented, and that athletic, the more and more he plays, the more and yep. more he delves into the defense, he's gonna turn into a monster. Mm-hmm. I, I really believe that.
0: I do too, and I think a lot of what he's doing now is just off of instinct. I mean, yeah, like I I, I, I mean, I mean, rock. right? I mean, like he's just he's just reacting. He's just reacting uh-huh. to the ball, and reacting to the play. Um, yeah. And they said it last week, you know. P said you are trying to get him on the field more, not trying to rush him along, but I mean, just trying to get things that you know, get, and get him in situations that's going to be good for him. So, right. um yeah. So. Anyway, on that uh on that same drive there with the on that same drive with the Browns, man, they converted a fourth and one. I think they converted two fourth and ones, didn't they, during the game? Yeah. yeah. I mean, just a little a little sneaks with Jacoby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that was almost impossible to stop that one. Yeah. Um, but uh great pressure from Taquan, man, on second oh, and goal. Wait. Almost Taquan had a good ass game.
1: He had a good ass game. I was game. just
2: about to say, I was watching him all game and I just kept thinking, man, he is like such a great running mate for grady man and they were in the backfield a lot today they really were
0: yeah i mean that's the first i mean other than May, i mean he maybe end up being grady's best running mate before it's all said oh, and done. yeah because i mean definitely. like he yeah he had a hell of a day um but he almost got the sack forced a bad throw uh Brissett ends up scoring anyway on third and goal with that Scramble, run, guys ran into each other, couldn't tackle him type of thing. Mm-hmm. So that was yeah. we could actually that entire drive we couldn't tackle anybody that entire oh, no. drive.
2: Oh no, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you what. Michael Walker had 11 tackles, but he also had a lot of missed opportunities, a lot of <laughs> missed tackles. this game. So,
0: yeah, I think I think Kevin Knight from uh, the Falcoholic had tweeted like, just because he has a lot of tackles doesn't mean like he's yeah, a good tackle. Not a
1: good game. It just yeah. means yeah. that. <laughs> That's that true. Right? <laughs> I do like
0: that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love Michael Walker. I think, you know, he's, I mean, I yeah. think, but, you know, again, other young players got some room. Dude, we're starting eight new guys this year on defense. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Isn't that crazy? Eight of 11.
2: And, and it's crazy. I was watching some, I can't remember what it was, but it was with some NFL coaches, and they said as a coach, I don't know, matter of fact, it was Sean Payton on uh, Colin Cowherd.
1: I'm mm-hmm. sorry
2: to use a Sean Payton reference. But oh, he was like uh, one of the best things. As a coach, is to win a hard-fought game that you made as many mistakes in that you probably should have lost, mm-hmm. but you won anyway. So you get that win in the W column, but you always have all your problems exposed as well, and
1: mm-hmm. you can go
2: back and you know what to fix now. And now you can get better from it, but you still got the win. That's such a meaty week that you can get. So you're you basically saying,
1: uh, fix Mariota. That's what you're basically saying.
2: I didn't say it. You did. But I'm gonna <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, that also sounds like what happened with Georgia on Saturday. Man.
1: I, I ain't even see it.
2: I was happy Dude. to see that. I was so happy Dude. to see that. They
0: they struggle hard with uh, Missouri. Missouri, and uh, they yeah. and uh, yeah, and I and Fleek. If y'all don't know, Fleek and I both are Alabama fans, and I don't, my buddies were giving me hell, man, during the Arkansas yeah. game, giving me yeah. hell because we blew the yeah. lead and everything. Yeah. So I had fun. I had a little bit of fun with them last night. So um, and yeah, I knew they that were. I knew nice. I knew Georgia was going to win the game anyway. Like, I yeah. just I knew. I never felt it, for one second they weren't going to win that game. Yeah, it's just same, the fact same. that they had so many problems. <laughs> it was just mm-hmm. like all right, well.
2: Hey, I told them I don't want to hear nothing about that Texas game no more. I don't nope. want to hear anything about it. By the way, real quick, do you think they're going to drop Georgia's ring?
1: I think they should. Uh, I do,
2: too. I think it should yeah. be two or three. Yeah. Maybe yeah, three.
1: me too. Treasonous. Man, come on. Y'all I committing would, would, treason on this podcast. <laughs> no, I
0: wouldn't, I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked to see Ohio State won. But, yeah,
2: uh, Ohio State has been dominant.
0: Yeah. They've been – I mean, if any team that's been just – you know, deserving. I mean, mm-hmm. as much as I hate yeah. to say it, probably them. Um, yeah. yeah. So next Falcons possession, man, three and out. Uh, a lot of pressure on Marcus. Didn't look good. Uh, then Browns got it. They converted their second, fourth down conversion with that uh, Jacoby sneak. And then Malone had a big tackle for loss on Njoku on that kind of end looking thing. He, dog, uh, yeah. If
1: y'all pay attention to that play, it was two dudes block him. He bust through two dudes to get to the third one, dog. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like him alone, yeah.
0: man. I like him alone. Yeah, man, that
1: was a that was huge.
0: And one thing Mike hey, and I we talked about before in the pregame or the preview show is like they hadn't really used a lot of their receivers this year outside of Amari. Like they're like Peoples Jones yeah. hadn't been really used. David Bell hadn't really been used. Uh and the next yeah. pass went to Peoples Jones forty two yard pass. Yeah. Oh, um my gosh, yeah. Which yeah, which sucked. And then um Chubb fumbled on the goal line, but or right at the goal line, but they said his forward progress had been stopped, which it had. So I mean it was a good call. Um and then yeah. uh, great goal line defense there though, man. We get the hold on that play, and then AK with the pressure on second and goal mm-hmm. pretty much saved the t- potentially saved the T D because Dude was wide open. I mean, like mm-hmm. he yeah. didn't have anybody yeah. in front of him. All the corners had their backs turned, safety's had their backs turned, like he he probably could have walked in. Um mm-hmm. and then Brissett ended up overthrowing Cooper on third. Uh, they had to settle for a field goal 10 10. And then we went into that's how we went into halftime. So, I mean, how were you feeling at halftime? I man? how was how was the the crowd feeling like yeah, or, it was like a know.
2: reset Everybody yeah. was like yeah because we had a great first quarter they mm-hmm. had a great second quarter so it was kind of like all right it's zero zero again like nothing even mattered at that point right. um but i think if i'm not mistaken they had a pretty decent uh up on us in yardage game that have uh because throughout the entire game i was looking up at jambotron we trailed them in yards we probably still ended with a little less yards than them maybe if if not, it was close because yeah, we were trailing them in yards for a while.
0: Yeah, we had three hundred thirty three. They had four hundred and three total yards.
2: Yeah, so that was kind of the pace. We were kind of fifty plus yards behind them the entire game. It um, was
0: it was crazy in the third quarter. There, uh, Josh Kendall from the Athletic tweeted out this um, the stat. He said the Falcons' first two drives was one hundred and fifteen yards and ten points. The next three drives were minus eleven yards. Mm. And That's zero crazy.
1: points, yeah. And Cleveland and you yeah, can feel yeah. that
2: you can feel that in the stadium too. That's why And, was and like the so, se-
1: second yeah. quarter, dog. We had the ball one time in the yeah, second quarter. True. Like they had the ball the entire second quarter. We had the ball. I was scared of that. I'm like, man, if they start draining the time and we can't get on the field, it's gonna be a long day. Exactly. Yeah. The so defense want to get tired. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> those those two backs. It's not what you want is your defense tired? But uh, John, I gotta thing. ask you
1: something. How did you feel to see Tyler come alive today? Oh, phew. I was he, loving he it. That you for the first me? time. You remember I said he just run right in, into the line for two years. Hey, he came alive today.
0: Hey, uh, so, you know, you know, I was ready for that. He. Uh, I, was,
1: I was thinking about you, man.
0: And uh, per Kevin Cunile no, on, on on Twitter. Thank you. <laughs> um, per per <laughs> prefer Kevin per Kevin Twitter. on. Uh, Twitter, Tyler Algier now has 139 rushing yards, averaging 5.3 yards per carry and two receptions, 25 yards so the season. So 5.3 yards a carry, not too shabby. I mean, like he's got, you know, he's had some bigger runs and some of the ones have been smaller, but like Mike and I talked about in the last show, Um, you know, I think he's still filling out kind of like, he's not as confident at picking out those holes, when You're to come yet. back, stuff like yeah. that. So a lot of times he's just running into the line, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah. hopefully that's, you know, that, and we, that'll get better as time goes on. Um, I
2: do believe that because he had a very good vision at BYU. That's something I liked about him. when played. So yep. I think the more comfortable he gets, that'll, that'll come.
0: Yeah, exactly. I always tell people, go watch the game. Look at the film versus Virginia uh, was yeah. when he was at BYU. Because, oh, man, yes. yes. I mean, he did everything in that game. He caught yeah. passes, ran over people, ran at me. It was, it was a fantastic game.
2: And he um, put that game away, too.
0: He did. He did. Um, and then starting the third quarter, man, um, we got the ball three and out. What you don't want to do starting off the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mark Marcus missed uh Pitts again, who was held on the play, though, to be fair. Again, no call. Um, but it was yeah. kind of clear he was held. Um, and then the Tyler uh ran on second down, which didn't get much, and then he missed Drake with a low throw into the ground pretty much mm-hmm. at his feet on third. So
1: so hold yeah. on, I gotta interject. Drake yeah. seems to be visibly Frustrated with uh Slim at this point. Uh what's the name? I forget Marcus. the boy name. Uh yeah. plain <laughs> white <laughs> toast <laughs> is what I call him. Plain white toast. But he is uh he's he because I'm gonna tell you he missed him a few times today. And it was either he was overthrowing or underthrowing, or, and he looked visibly like he wanted to say, Man, get this motherfucker off the field. Like he looked, you could see that in his body language.
2: You know what, Mike? It's it's crazy because. I don't go to many football games, so when I see things from my perspective at the game, Uh I wonder how it looks on TV. Uh Because after that play, Drake walked straight to the sideline, took his helmet off. He didn't slam it or anything, but he was just like – you can kind of tell by his body language that he was very upset. Told you. And I can't remember who it was. It might have been – it might have been Demir Bird, but somebody – one of the receivers came over there and talked to him and was like, you know, patting him on the shoulder pad and stuff. I think he was really upset. About
1: mm-hmm. that for real.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And I and I think I caught that too. But I was wondering if anybody else got no, that. no, I was
1: movie. I saw it. he was visibly like he he looked like he wanted to say, Man, Ritter. He probably <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's gonna slide a <laughs> note under the door. He ain't gonna sign it <laughs> or nothing. He ain't gonna do it in cursive, so you can't check us in. He's gonna Anon- print. It's anonymous. Time for <laughs> slide it under management door. Anonymous yeah. WR is yep. gonna be on the left <laughs> right there. Yep. I'll um, sign it too.
0: Yeah, yeah, using a lot of people. Um, but yeah, so. Browns get the ball back and they go three and out. Um, you know, Rush with the Anthony Rush had a big stop on Hunt on third mm-hmm. down on that one, third and short. Um, and then we actually get the ball to Drake. He tries stiff arm, dude, and gets his face mask. So that kind of hurt that drive. Then Marcus got sacked by Jordan Elliott. Uh, we had to punt and then the Browns get in pressure basically with down three starters i mean it was kind of depressing mm-hmm. to see a little bit i mean like the offensive yeah. line overall did a pretty good job uh with obviously run blocking they did a good job uh pass blocking was okay uh, i'd like, I like to kind of see some of the metrics after this one you know a couple of days from now but uh anyway browns get the ball three and out and again man aj locking down cooper pretty much all day the man mm-hmm. had one catch for nine yards
1: man i, w- I want to say this uh more than aj Our secondary played excellent today. It was some few times that Jacoby had time to throw and had no—he was just had nowhere to go. That happened several times. Our secondary won us this game. If y'all rewatch that game, our secondary had—they shit on lockdown all game long for the most part. Mm -hmm. Played played excellent uh, football.
2: Even Casey Hayward, who was somebody who I I questioned on our last episode of the podcast, and they felt like he was moving kind of slow, like looking kind of old there, but he had a good game today. So,
3: yeah, man,
0: yeah, I I, I was happy, man. I was um, I was happy with both those guys. And I don't know when we talked about Mike on the preview show, what we were worried about. Remember, I mean, I I said you know Cooper's always a worry just because of what he Uh is, but I trusted AJ, man. I said I was, Uh I, I trust my guy. You know, and yep. um, and because he, that's just what he does. You know, he had a couple of bad, a little rough start to the season, but you know, I didn't think he just all of a sudden fell off a cliff. You know, that mm-hmm. didn't, yeah, didn't happen that way. But uh, so Falcons get the ball back, first down, and it's the first first down since the first freaking quarter at that mm-hmm. point, which was that's like crazy. amazing. Um, and then Marcus throws a pick toward who, I immediately tweeted out, "What a dumbass throw." And it was I a, saw little, that. It's a little bit. It's a little bit. in a little bit premature. But it was. It was. It was. Drake probably could have fought for it a little bit. Put himself. But I mean, Ward was all over him in coverage. Like, I don't yeah. know that I'm throwing that pass at that. Yeah. I mean. Nah. Yeah. And the way and,
2: I and feel. if you do. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mike. Nah.
1: Go ahead, Flee. Go ahead.
2: Not because I was just gonna say if you do like okay, and I'm gonna get into why I believe Arthur Smith drafted Drake London. And mm-hmm. when I talked about how separation could be as little of a factor for him, it was because he's so big. He's almost 6'6". Mm-hmm. So if you're going to throw it to a guy who's who has a guy in his hip, you have to put it higher. I mean, he, you know, he, it was accurate to his numbers, yeah. but, I mean, Ward is like right there on the corner of his yep. five. Yep. So if you're going to make that throw, you got to put it somewhere to where only Drake can get it. And so I, if you were going to make that pass, you got to have a better place, man. But I wouldn't have made the pass anyway. Like you no.
1: Know. But that's no, what I'm saying. Man, I get y'all. But the reason why I'm frustrated, with it's not the individual play, it's like cumulative anger. When they say it's set, because I was thinking seven turnovers from one person. Dog, if you was a lawyer and you lost seven cases in your first, however many stopped being a lawyer, if you, if you're a chiropractor and you break seven people's neck the first few times you do it, it. whatever you do, if you <laughs> seven turnovers for your starting quarterback is ridiculous and it's cumulative, dog. Like I want to, he don't even belong in the NFL, man. This dude again with the snaps. Come yeah. on, dog. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, dog. It's and the thing with Bird, uh, I will say this: the throw to Bird was it's Bird's fault. I thought Bird could have he could have located that ball. Mm -hmm. But I will give him that. I I think he could have located it, but Marcus Mariota is incompetent, dog. Like seven turnovers, no, and ain't no, just that's there's no excuse for that. It's nothing you could tell me. You gotta go. And I'ma tell you something. Part of me thinks I like to and hold on because we're still getting there, but part of me thinks that we ran the ball at the end of the game because it was doing so well, and a part of me think that the head coach snapped. Like, motherfucker, you know what? Don't touch it again. Don't throw it again. Because to run that so many – like, don't throw it one more time. Just do what I say. Run the ball, you ignorant motherfucker. It, it looked like he snapped because he he didn't even mix it up anymore. He was literally running every play. It, it looked like he snapped, and I love every minute of it. Ritter, 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 Ritter.
2: Yeah. I agree, man. I tweeted out, key to someone in this game, only let Mario to hand the ball off. That's how you win the
1: game. Yep. Because – and that's this why we was, won, literally.
2: And that's why we won. Literally, when literally, yep. when, when Arthur Smith made that decision, like you said, I'm about to put this strong back, Caleb Huntley, back here to get his drive started off. And I got Algier and I got Huntley, two guys that run super hard, and we about to punch him in the face. And that's mm-hmm. it. And even I was on the uh, way back home listening to Arthur on the radio, and he did say he had a moment where he was like, screw it, I'm about to go win this game old-fashioned. He said that himself
3: Good. At, mm-hmm. in the
2: press conference. He did. So – for him to be able to believe in these backs like that and the offensive lines, uh, run blocking the way, and, and they showed out in the third or end of the third quarter going into the fourth, Yep. It, it was really good. But yeah, Mariota only trails Matt Ryan in turnovers this year, yeah, in the NFL. Shout out it's to Trey Sean for letting me know that, but that's kind of how funny, ironic man. is that? How yeah. ironic, but yeah, man, it's just sloppy football, mistake ridden football. And yep. a reason I want to see Ritter is because. How much worse can he be? You, That's know? Like not- you, you know, it's like you you try to hold your rookie back because you don't want him to make yep. mistakes. You don't hey, want y'all. your rookie to have seven turnovers in four games, but now your veteran does. So,
0: so I mean, if I told you guys. Well, we Marcus, he
1: just said sh- should be cut out and play on all new stations in Atlanta all week long in the morning and in the afternoon and right after the weather. Because I'm telling <laughs> you, man, we need everybody to think like that. He can do no worse. Yeah, I,
0: I was going to get to this later, but i will going to say it now, and then we'll get back to the, the third quarter here. But um, So if I told you all Marcus was 7 for 19, 139 yards in a pick, <sighs> I mean, probably think we lost that game, eh? Yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: I mean, because – Kudos my, to Arthur
2: Smith for going out there and winning his game in spite yes. of his quarterback.
0: 100%. Yes. 100%. And then after – so, yeah, after that pick, um, you know, we – I mean, they got the ball back, and – could have, that was, that's actually when Anderson made that open field tackle on Chubb on that next drive. And uh, the D held again. They went up 13 to 10. The very next drive, we ran the ball – or not the next drive, but the next – I'll say, I mean, the whole, the whole next couple of drives. We re- basically, we ran the ball 14 straight times. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Caleb freaking Huntley – went the hell off we and my, it, yeah. look dude we were at and Fleek you were there we were all at the preseason game yep. against the Jaguars Oh yeah, and yeah. we were down low and i was like man this dude like i don't i don't care if he was going against two and threes i didn't care the mm-hmm. way he moved the way he hit the hole the way he just did not stop he kept his legs turning like he mm-hmm. he's not chubb but man he looked like i mean like that's yeah, how he man. looked like i mean he i did. was just like i was like man he's got he's got to make the roster i thought he was a lock and so when he didn't I make did the 53 too. I was like, Are you kidding me? And then like Damsky, our boy, he was the same way. He was like, man, we no, he's got to make this. And so yeah. I was, I was very excited that he got signed on the practice squad because I just you know wanted him to be around this team. And then we hadn't seen him until this game. And you know, of course, when CP was questionable, they activated him from the practice squad, and all of a sudden he popped in there. And dude, I mean. They, I think they asked Arthur in the post game. You know, did you bring him in for like a spark? And of course, Arthur is not going to say yes or no. Uh-huh. He just said, you know, I believe in all my guys, and they you know I, I believe. And he said he didn't say that. He said it was a credit um, to uh, Petrie, uh, Mike Petrie, the running bats coach, because right. he had told him like, hey man, this guy he needs carries. Like he, he deserves it. He needs, he needs to get a few touches this game, um, and he should have earned himself some touches in the following games as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But man, he just came in and went straight down the field and. I mean, just, he scored on an eight. I think he had eight carries for 54 yards on that drive. Yeah, in, he was doing
1: so good. He made Cordell check back in. And <laughs> I think he ran a few more. He was like, oh, I'm good. He played like two more plays. He, he was doing that well.
0: Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. And, so, and and man, you could tell that we, the crowd was really enjoying the dominance yeah. of the drive. Like, yeah. I mean, it was six, seven, eight yards of pop. It was just like. What is happening? Who is this? I mean, I know Caleb Huntley, but a lot of people there didn't really know who Caleb Huntley really was. So everybody's like, oh, man, like, who is this guy? Like, he was so explosive. He hit the hole, and he's hitting it hard. So it was really cool to see Arthur Smith, you know, play the Browns game, essentially. You know what I'm saying? Put a closer back there. Beat you down.
0: Yep. Yeah, uh, and so when he scored, we went up 17-13, and then unfortunately – Next drive by the Browns, uh the combination of and hunt and uh and Chubb just ate us up the entire drive. Mm -hmm. And uh they went down and uh score uh, Chubb ended up scoring on a twenty seven yard run. That was the one that Richie kinda took the bad angle at. I don't know honestly that he would have opened like stopped him anyway. If he took it, I mean it might have been he might have been able to push him out of bounds, but I don't know if he's taking him down. Uh when 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 he's got that like steam going on that anybody's just gonna stop him one on one. Um Mm -hmm. Then we get the ball back. Avery Williams showed up, big twenty yard run out of nowhere. Yep. And, yeah. uh, hey, was... fleet
1: man. I heard y'all like y'all sounded like y'all was going crazy when they was running this ball mm-hmm. like this.
2: I'm telling you, like it was insane. And that Avery Williams run was so funny because the Browns fans in the, in front of me, were like who is 35? Who even is this guy? It was so yeah. funny. I was like, you can't even stop the fourth string running back. It was so funny. But yeah, when Avery totaled that rock, 21. He was going crazy. Hunt Huntley back in the game. Algier, Algier, Algier. Yeah. Now, I'm gonna tell you what was crazy. That Algier run where he drug Delpit like seven yards. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. That was the very was, next run. I was standing uh-huh. up screaming. Top of my lungs. Everybody just loved it. It was so fun.
0: Oh, yeah, I got up and yelled, man, my dog left the room. My mm. uh, son was like, what's wrong with you? And, I mean, my wife was already gone, so she knew. <laughs> uh, they, they already kind of know during those games, like it's going to be some mm-hmm. just like oh, you know, yeah. off-the-cuff type yeah. yelling and screaming going on. But I was so happy for him, man, because, yeah, he broke off that huge run. And there was actually a holding call. I was scared to death. I thought it was on us mm-hmm. at yeah, first. Definitely. I was like, oh, God, please don't tell me that's going to be called back. And then it was on the defense, so it was all good. It, it happened. Um, and then Marcus, man, the freaking snap again, takes his eye off the ball can't handle a snap. Thank God he got it back and able to throw yeah. it away. I mean, yep. I guess like backhanded compliment, like good job on that. Um, uh, I was but,
1: just going to say like, I forget what the announcer said, but it was something like that. Like, I think he praised him and I'm like, no, you can't praise him here. It was his fuck up. He just, yeah. he just, it didn't make, he didn't make it as bad as it could have been. But right. it was right. still a blunder dog. So nah, you don't get no props for that.
0: Nah, yeah. nah and Yeah. And, and uh, there was a the very I, that's why I didn't get. So we were running the ball, and I tweeted this out too. We were running the ball like they could not stop us. Between the the different guys we were bringing in, they could not stop us. So why we tried to throw the ball two times with inside the ten made like zero sense to me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we tried throwing it again, and uh, after that play, and obviously he doesn't get it, and um, so we had to settle for another field goal. coup hits twenty twenty. And then uh, the Browns get it back, make a big stop. We force them to punt uh, with three minutes, and 44 seconds up to go in the game. Um, fair next possession, Falcons. that uh, has to scramble again. Sees Oz just chilling in the middle of the field with nobody within 20 yards of him. And he floats one to him. Thank God he hit that one. Um, and so we get that. Then CP jumped back in at that point in the game. Third and three. We run outside with Tyler. Didn't make it. I was – hoping for a little bit more of an aggressive call there because if we get that first down we all but lice the game i mean like we could have yeah, yeah. we could have ran that clock way down you know mm-hmm. and not have to put it on our defense and i thought you know like granted our defense is playing better this year but i never want to just rely on them to close every game for us like mm-hmm. I, I, i'm oh, cool with yeah. like if you like and i know and i totally get like you want to keep the clock running too so you, you want to run the ball i just that's kind of one of those situations like man i could have you know, been a little bit like if there's if you've got one play call in your book there that's a little bit like that you're just saving for one moment, like pull the pull that out right there. Yeah, right? yeah we need yeah. we need we need some creativity right there mm-hmm. to get that to get those yeah. three yards.
2: And uh, throughout the game, man, I know the defense you know gave us some big plays today, but like people got to understand, man, the the offense didn't help the defense out at all mm-hmm. in the middle of this game. They left the defense out high and dry, especially against Chubb and Hunt. Yeah. I mean, when you're Consistently, okay, multiple. three out, three and exactly. out, mistake, yep. mistake, three and out, and they're just running, running, running. Like, I am honestly surprised that the defense was able to close this game out like they did at the end because I felt like me, myself in that stadium, felt like if I was on that field, I would have been so gassed as a defense. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would have been so gassed by the end, but
1: – I hate to know, bring I this up.
2: It to us, but, yeah. but
1: it's a great point, Fleek. I hate to bring this up, but – that's what happened in the Super Bowl, That and, and people don't talk about that, but our players were so fast getting to the ball that it was working Um, first half. Then they got gassed out because the offense started fucking up, so they was on the field too yeah. much, and they got gassed out. And then w- once they was tied, their whole gift was speed. So once they yeah. was tied, it was Tom Brady started tearing it loose. But yeah. I hate to bring that up, you know. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad
2: you said that too, Mike, that, that. They, their whole gift was speed. They were sideline and sideline. Yeah. And we have a lot of speed on this defense too, but I think we're a little bit more aggressive now. Like hey, I feel Fleek. like we got some stronger guys up front.
1: Fleek, I got a question for you and you too, John. That's I was right. thinking about this while I was watching the game. I thought about that team, Fleek, and I said that team was fast. I remember that team. That team was fast. Yeah. Um, When you can – when you give bill Belichick problems, you fast, you right. Yeah. Um, but I thought I said, damn, when I say this team was just as fast, slower or faster. And I said, I know it don't look like it for some reason, but this team might be faster. It just might not look like they flying around, but the team might be faster. I just wanted to know what y'all think. Like I'm, I'm saying on defense, is the defense yeah, yeah. faster? Are they the same or are they slower? They look slower. But the way they get up to, t- to tackle the running backs, the way they get to the – I mean, they on every play. So that's why I say they might be faster.
2: They do uh, swarm the ball for what sure. What y'all think? They
1: swarm. Yeah. Justice, I, I don't know. The no,
2: 2016 just, team was very fast. You had like rookie Deion Jones. Mm, oh, my goodness. Yeah. He was running sideline to sideline crazy. You had a Vic Beasley rushing off the edge, whatever that was, or whatever. You know, whatever happened. Uh, but you <laughs> – yeah, Robert Alford on it on the outside as your yep. corner, and he was an athlete. He was always really fast. Yeah, mm-hmm. fast safety. I will say this: I think, I I think the speed we play with right now could probably be attributed to the safeties. To be honest with you,
3: mm-hmm. okay, to Grant
2: and Hawkins, and and I think when Troy Anderson's in the game, you know he has the speed. Rashawn Evans, he's not really a speedster, but he brings the punch. though. Yeah, way. yep. He fills gaps, so I, I really appreciate him in the middle. But um, uh, that's a good question. I, I feel like we may not be faster, but I see why you would say that though, because we're always swarming the ball.
1: We yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. I think it's that aggressiveness.
0: That's so, that's what it is. It's it is aggressiveness be aggressiveness. How y'all
1: aggressiveness. Yeah. Yeah.
0: This
3: be defense aggressive.
2: has a high motor. I will say yeah. that this yeah. defense has a high motor. They don't give up on plays.
0: No, and I think you know when you got an eight-year vet like Grady coming through on that last drive, we got one sack in the game and that was the biggest sack of the game. But you gotta eat your vet like him though it does not give up and it's coming through the line like that at the end of the game yeah i mean you is. you you're you're forced to like i mean if you're a young guy like you got no excuses man like you're gonna have to get in shape
3: because yeah, yeah.
0: like um, you, you gotta got, be exactly because he's gonna hold you accountable that's why it's so important man that we were assigned him like it's just yeah, He means so much to the team, but, like, man, the defense, the young guys, like, it's, like, his presence there. I don't think you can even quantify what that's worth. I mean no, – I'm going to tell you, uh,
1: he constantly come through is when we need a, a big play. I mean, he constantly yeah. – I don't know how he can raise his game for the moment. He he does yeah. it a lot. Like, just that, like yeah. Matt Ryan used to do, uh, he can raise his game. He's done it several times. When we needed him, he made mm-hmm. a play single-handedly.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, and on that – yeah. So on that, on that drive too, that we, we were stopped there with Tyler on that third down, Koo comes in, hits it 23 20. And, um, we say it, we kind of just skip over it like it's an automatic thing. But I'm going to go ahead and say my underrated man. My underrated is freaking young Koo because that heart. dude comes through every time. And everybody, and it's just every like, a, it's time. like a nice, like an afterthought. Like, yep, I know, like, yeah. like he missed the one a few weeks ago, but it's just like, mm-hmm. have a kicker like that, man. Like, I know we haven't, we were spoiled for a while with Matt Bryant, you know, money, yeah, Matt. Wow. But I mean, like, dude, this guy, he's, he was responsible for what half of our points today. I yeah, mean, like yeah. pretty much. Hey, I mean,
2: he is like getting to as close as automatic as it gets, man. Like I know he missed one, and I know he had one blocked earlier in the season, mm-hmm. but like that's rare. The miss is like so rare with young, right. young cool man. Like he, and I, I'm glad you said that because, like you said, we kind of like almost take it for granted in a way yeah. because it's so automatic. And man, like I mean, and even away teams know. When I talked to that Mm -hmm. Saints fan at the Walgreens that day, he thought we would have hit that field goal at the end if he could have got it off. You know, Mm -hmm. every time we got past the 40 today, the Browns fans kind of knew it was automatic. So it's not just us that believe that. He's one of the best kickers in the NFL. Like, and we have to take him, like, we have to really appreciate him.
1: Hey, dog, when he kicked that, when he didn't get it, he didn't get it off, he got blocked. But I had no doubt. I had no doubt in my mind he was gonna make it. And when you he's like Steph Curry, when you pulling up from half court and I and I have no doubt that you're gonna make the shot, that's really saying something. Steph Curry sometimes yeah. shoot and turn around before yeah. even watching it go in. That's how I feel with Cool. I could turn around, I could go to the bathroom. But when he lined yeah. up, I said, Man, let me go get a snack. Yep. It's three. <laughs> I love it. Yeah,
0: nailed it. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent yeah, and, and that final drive, man, my stomach was in knots because I was just like, oh, shit, man, we left too much time. Here we go. You know, and then, uh, like I said, Grady came through with that huge sack and then uh, D closed it out. But I was also happy for D, man. Huge D D D I mean, D, just, for D. Yeah, man. Then he pulls off the Dirty Bird in the end zone, which yeah, – Hey, mean, that – Yeah, man.
2: That I was so the dirty bird, yeah. And, man. Yeah. It, man, it's so good because, like, you know, here's the guy that coming from the CFL, Rookie of the Year, you know, had a great camp, great mm-hmm. preseason. He gave up maybe – I think he gave up two catches earlier in the day. And, you know, it was kind of like, dang, but I, I tweeted out immediately. He made up for all of that to end the game and hit that <laughs> dirty bird in the end zone with everybody. Yeah. Man. It was so yeah. cool. It was
3: yeah, so man. Cool.
0: So, two weeks in a row, man, our defense closes it out for us with picks. And that I mean, that's known. something – Yeah. Look, yeah, I mean, and that's something we could not We say all last just year.
1: spoke up. As soon as John said that, we all jumped up to say something. <laughs> that's how exciting it is. So that's because that was my point. Is like, dog, just to be able to say that is like so mm. exciting. Just our defense, yeah, is but it's sad to say that we're winning games in spite of our quarterback. So oh, yes. that's new too. But just to rumble, uh, man, our whole thing for years and years and years was we don't rumble to the finish. These boys are rumbling to, and even in the games we lost, did they not rumble to the finish? We just yeah. have a retarded person at quarterback. Okay. <laughs> That's all it is, if we didn't have, if we even had a slow person at quarterback, we will be winning. But this dude is an amazing, I'm telling you, man, it's just him. But that defense, man, I'm so, the secondary, again, they play a Jacoby has so much time a few times nobody mm-hmm. open. he scrambles mm-hmm. a few times nobody open it's yeah. nothing he can do
0: yeah and I will yeah. say Jacoby I mean he missed uh, his share of passes today too yep. that he had open yeah. <clears throat> that I mean and he's been playing really well this year yep. I mean folks didn't if that, they weren't aware of it coming in the game he's I mean, he's played well. He had yeah. high completion percentage, make good decisions. But today, he was just off. He wasn't, like, when he had some of the opens, open receivers, he was missing them um, a mm-hmm. lot of times. And, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of times, he was scrambling, too. But, I mean, you know, our defense, kind of like last week, I mean, we would give up chunks of yards at a time, but then we would make the stops when we needed them. Yeah. You know, it's very similar to last week. And, I mean, that's, you know, that kind of bend and not break type thing. I mean, I think that's going to get better as these guys get more – we're time this year and obviously when we add guys next year you know who knows who, who we're going to add with you know hundred and whatever 20 million we got you know to, to bring in there but um you know just looking at the stats overall in the game like we mentioned earlier I mean they had four hundred three dollar three hundred thirty three um third down efficiency they were only five for fourteen man like that's that 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 was a crux of our existence for so long we could that's, not get teams off the field yeah. on third down.
1: Bro, the yeah. smile on Fleet face, the satisfaction was like he just saw his like uh, a yeah. son like slammed up for the first time or something when you just said that.
2: I it, mean, yes, yeah. it's, it's so important. That's how you win games. You on defense, you get off the field on third downs, and on offense, you extend drives on third downs. Mm-hmm. And five for fourteen, I didn't even realize that, but I know we were winning those downs. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I could tell, but man, to hear that, that's so promising because. I think you said we're starting eight new guys on defense Uh and we got young pieces everywhere on offense and defense. And it's just so fun because you mentioned the 120 odd million dollars next year. This is what the rebuilding year is about building the foundation. And then you go get those key pieces and you add them and gel that into the experience. And I think, I mean, according to the season, I think it's a good start. People say man. we're going two and fifteen. That's all you put there. Yep. So I, guess, I will not forget that. Yep. Yeah, so, me
0: neither. So, we already filled that quarter. So I, I guess that's yeah. done. So we better haul. Maybe we settle in for the next. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Was next it thirteen, 13 weeks? Is going to be tough, guys. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah and then uh, while I rushing, I think Mike, our in or out segment on the last show was uh, in or out. Both teams would go for one fifty plus. Yeah. Uh, we were both in on that. We that definitely happened. The Browns went for one seventy-seven. We went for two hundred and two.
1: I did so not realize
2: that two hundred yeah. yards again for the Falcons' rushing. <clears throat> Sorry, both, hey y'all, I was turned at the game. That's why my voice is going. Oh, around. it's all good, man.
0: That's that's very did. much allowed. Yeah, and but we uh,
1: needed y'all. I think that we said that on the previous show that, yep. we, that we needed y'all to go crazy, and y'all did.
0: It was yeah, man. It was very similar. It was um thirty-five rushes for each team. Mm-hmm. and uh, 5.1 average for the Browns, 5.8 uh, average for the Falcons. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was – you know, I mean, dude, I mean, we almost caught it on the previous show. We said it's going to be back and forth with this run game, and mm-hmm. it, I mean, that's what it ended up we, – we, I, I think we figured that Marcus was going to throw more than he did mm-hmm. <laughs> and be more successful than he was, but – So, i got to uh, ask you something, Here we John. are.
1: Is – is Dean Pease out of your doghouse or are you still? Yeah, he's, getting, you, there. he's okay, getting there. Okay, okay. Yeah. They <laughs> no, were still, now, now
0: I will say though, there was still that, um, that two, four, five look that still yeah, was there. Yeah, this, I uh, yeah, 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 like he brought that out again. So, but it was, it was mixed <clears throat> in, I think, enough where it was like we didn't start the game off like that at least. So, I mean, mm-hmm. like it wasn't like immediate, but, um, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it was, it was there. Um, and Tori McElhaney tweeted, uh, on, on as well. She said, since I'm seeing people not believe in me when I'm talking about how productive the Falcons' red zone defense has been, here are the numbers. The Browns, 33% in the red zone. Seahawks, 40% in the red zone. Through the last two games, opponents are three for eight, first the Falcons' defense in the red zone. Meanwhile, the Falcons were 50% in the red zone versus the Browns and 75% in the red zone versus the Seahawks. So that's a five for eight clip for Atlanta in the red zone through two games. I love it. I mean, yeah, that's cool. huge improvements, man. That's just, sure. I mean, like yeah, massive cool. improvements from last year. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. I mean, yeah, and, and just, just looking more at the, like I said, you want to look more at some of the stats. I mean, Jacoby didn't have a huge day like we already talked about, 21 for 35, 234 yards, one interception, of course, in the, the game. Chubb, 19 attempts for 118 yards, continuing his stupid average of like six point something, 6.2 yards, some of that I carry. Um, Hunt was just behind them at 4.9. Reception wise, where I talked about a Mawari. He only got one reception. David and Joku and David and Donovan Peoples Jones both had five receptions each. Um, David Bell had a couple of couple of receptions. So I mean, guys, we helped, we did what we had to do. Like I said stopped him when we had to stop them. So I mean it was a plus. I mean, we've already talked about what kind of what we did good on offense, obviously rushing the ball. Now what we didn't do good, obviously, was throwing. Clearly, um, Pitts had the one reception at the very second play of the game for 25 yards. Mm-hmm. That was that. Alameda um, had the big catch in the end in the fourth quarter. He had two two receptions. Our leading receiver had two receptions for 55 yards. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
1: And uh, that's bad. And but Drake- I, I do want to say this. Uh, he is Mr. Reliable to me, man. The boy don't drop the ball. You know awesome. what I'm saying? We need to start yeah. giving him props, man. The yeah, he's not drop that ball. And he come really? through in clutch moments several mm-hmm. times. You are right
0: yeah. about that. 100%. Yep. And, uh, and uh, you
2: And know, a fun, fun fact, too. Uh, you know, the Bucks game comes on here in a minute. Uh, Actually, I just got a notification they said Julio is playing and Chris Godwin is playing. So I was
1: just about to I was waiting on it Fleek. I was about to ask yeah. you about Julio. He's killing my fantasy dog. I need yeah. you to call him or something. Call him or no. something. hey,
2: I talked to him. He playing tonight. Uh,
1: okay. But
2: he <laughs> I need him to lose because if they lose, the Bucks slip to two and two. Yep. And next week's game would be for first place in the NFC South, most likely. So gotcha and now that would be amazing.
1: now uh I think it was this crazy dude on a show that said that we would be um NFC to, uh, south champ. Some dude on some show said we would be NFC. I think he was out of his falcon mind. I don't know his name, but I remember I saying that guy. I'm yeah. telling you, man, we're going to get there. Long roll, <laughs> I remember we that guy.
0: Hey man, if it happens, trust me, I'm finding it. I'm putting it. I'm pinning it. Like that's going to yeah. be our new pin tweet mm-hmm. whenever that happens. Yeah. Um, and by the way, the Cardinals are beating the Panthers twenty to ten right now in the fourth quarter with eight See? minutes left. Okay. So also a plus. Um Orleans
2: one and three. Panthers potentially one and three. Falcons two and two.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's that's great. So um, biggest moments of the games really for us guys. I mean anything that was just like that was like turning point or that was like it for you guys as far as like momentum or anything like that?
1: I'm going to be honest. For me, it was when uh, Marcus, when he almost fumbled a snap and he threw it away. um, I felt like, and I could be wrong. I'm just saying this. I felt like my feeling, I've been feeling in my heart and my chest toward him the staff felt at that moment. Like, I feel like the step because we saw a direct change after that. It, it, like, I guess they agreed he was incompetent and they all, the whole plan was to just get the ball out this man's hand. Just don't let him touch the ball, just get the ball out of his hand. And um, I would not be surprised if Desmond Ritter start, because that's what it looked like. I mean, I could be wrong, because it was working when we was running. It was very efficient. It could have just been it was working, so that's what we did. But it that was the play where I felt good because I felt like he won't have a chance to lose us the game, and the coach agrees with me. So that was the play for me.
2: Yeah. In a different set of words, that's the exact same time yeah. of the game that was the game changer to me. When they decided to play Smash Mouth football, that's when the game changed. Um, I I don't know if they had a kept. Ke- Trying to let Marcus cook. I don't think we win this game. Probably. He is That's not a crazy. chef. He's he don't got no arms.
1: He shouldn't be he in don't the kitchen. do not
2: got the degree for it. He yeah. Got for it. Never Even finished. Never, never finished. Yeah. Yeah. Never finished that. So, Mm-mm. yeah, man. Like when Huntley came in the game, that was the turning point for me. Uh, and just to end it off on the quarterback situation, I agree with Mike, man. Like at, at some point, the staff just got to look at Marcus and just say, like, all right, you know, yeah, we signed you to a two-year deal, and you're a placeholder regardless, no matter what. Yeah. But, like, I mean, you're not being a great placeholder right now, you know. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm very interested because if we somehow win two of our next four games or so and can be in the thick of the playoff race and Marcus is – and we're still winning in spite of Marcus, what do we do? do exactly. we put Ritter in there now but, but it's still i don't know because you know you, it's just a, it's a conundrum you
3: Man, we talk, a, a weird
0: we talk about it about every week dude it's like what do we we talked about last on the previous show man like if we're by chance five and three six and two shit yeah. even four and four even like at, at eight like yeah. what, like i mean you're still in it at that point right so mm-hmm. i mean do you make a change if, it, if the change hasn't already been made by then or do you you know, like, like you said, I mean, like, you know, as fans, obviously we're looking at it differently than the coach is going to look at it. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I feel the same way. It's like, you look at what Marcus does and like, I'm thinking now, Kenny Pickett came in today and threw three picks Yeah, for first, uh, the first, first one, First, first, first pass was a pick. Um, yeah. So, you know, you know, for a fact fleet and Mike that if that happened, like, Oh my God, like he's going to be yeah. just destroyed by the fan base. Like, yeah. Oh, well oh, oh, he ain't the guy get him out, you know? So,
2: And you Um, know what's so messed up about it? And I had that thought, too, when I was at the game. Because I saw the tweet that Kenny Pickett's first NFL pass mm -hmm. was an interception. And I couldn't help but think Matt Ryan's first NFL pass was a touchdown. If Desmond Ritter's first NFL pass is an interception, yeah. Fans are going to immediately think, like, oh, shit. like I'm sorry, but, yeah, oh, man, like. No shit. You yeah, can say whatever
3: want.
0: you want. Yeah. Um, all right. Shit, you yeah. know us, man. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <no>, that's so a <laughs> fact. <laughs>
0: anything goes here.
3: Yeah. Um, also, but no. I want to
2: point this out right quick. How many design QB runs have you seen in the last two weeks? Mm-hmm. The use of the read option has gone down since Mariota fumbled. Day almost fumbled the yep. game away. Yeah. And, and I noticed that today. I think I seen one called read option that Mariota got a first down on. I think he gained like six yards, but They've mm-hmm. cut his design runs, like, at least in half since, yeah. you know, he almost fumbled away that – or he did fumble away that Saints game in a way.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and who knew, like, that – like, basically just what y'all said, but, like, who knew him throwing that pick to Ward would literally – basically win us the game. Yeah. Yep. That, yeah. that, that pick made Arthur go, well, you're done, buddy. Like I'm not, you're <laughs> not throwing it anymore, dude. Like uh-huh. yeah, we are running the ball. And like, so, and, but like, if we don't, if he doesn't throw that pick, maybe you're right. Fleek, maybe we keep that play call. I may not change. You know, uh-huh. we, we keep kind of mixing yeah. it up. But mm-hmm. at that point I think Arthur was like, man, screw it. We're just gonna run down their throats. If they can't stop it, then we're gonna keep doing it you know like that's why that's what that's what was so confusing about that in the in the red zone all of a sudden throwing throwing it twice like why
2: yeah yeah. i pretty man i don't understand it
0: no that's like mike always says like you think that i think and he thinks Mm -hmm. i'm thinking like no just 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 run it just run it (laughs) Mm -hmm. twice just run it twice see what happens if you gotta throw on third throw on third but like don't all of a sudden stop because it's been working like there was no reason to stop Mm -hmm. but um but yeah i mean like, like i said that pick probably won us the game which is just really weird to say but um yeah. you know it's, it's 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 life with Mariota I guess but I mean it's and you see like there's there's I guess like not really a split because you know Mike Mike and I did a poll a few weeks ago literally like 78 percent was like start now start Ritter mm-hmm. now you yeah. know but the folks that are defending them man like I don't quite understand like what you're watching like they're like you know trying to like it's that the team has to share the blame it's on the receivers to. It's not on the receivers for the overthrows. It's not on the Mm -hmm. receivers for the underthrows. I mean, like, it's not the decision made. It's not not being able to handle a snap. Like, all I want you to do as a veteran quarterback is not lose me a game. We say it every week. Don't lose Mm -hmm. me a game. The defense bailed your ass out tonight, man. Mm -hmm. Because what kind of conversation are we having if we lose that game Mm -hmm. because dude fumbled and we had to settle for a field goal again? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And we lose the game.
0: Like, oh my God! Like, I mean, we're. I mean, Arthur's still having a press conference if that's going. If that happened,
1: man, I'm gonna be uh, honest. I don't know how. Um, man, I don't. I'm talking about the coach himself, Arthur Smith. I don't know how you can justify not starting Desmond Ritter. I don't know what you would see because you yourself gave up on on your own quarterback in the fourth quarter. I'm not saying whatever, but Matt Ryan, you would never give up on in the fourth quarter. You say, man, go get it go, you go do it. You would put it on them. You wouldn't take it off them. The fact that you was like, you had no faith in your own quarterback to do anything. Like, I what? I think you have to replace him at this point. You proved it yourself that you didn't have faith in him to go win us to make one throw. Yeah. So if you didn't have, if you don't have faith in your starting quarterback to make one throw, you have to play the backup unless you see him in practice. And he's so terrible that it's like, Y'all don't see what I see. He is not ready. Yeah. Right. Right. And then yeah.
0: that's the only that's the only thing that's that's what we don't know, right? Is how mm-hmm. what's going on. And but also he's not getting the reps with the ones either. Like he's gonna get mm-hmm. those secondary reps as well. So but
2: yeah. um and what they say? They say Ritter's floor is uh, mistakes and inaccuracy. And I'm living that experience to the fullest right now. So
1: man, I agree with you. Right
2: if that's yeah. the right floor now. for Ritter, hey. and I
0: think like Traeshawn said when he was on the show a week or two ago, like it's interesting that you know, Arthur got brought back the guy that he benched. So, like, he's already benched him once. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, I mean, you can do it again, bro. Like, don't you feel like I mean, you can do it again, bro.
3: <laughs> you
1: can do it. We gonna put that on a note. <laughs> you can do it again, bro, you can do it again. and slide it under his door. <laughs> you can do it again,
0: bro. I mean, yeah, don't, yeah, don't, don't feel like you have to, you know, yeah. write him out. I mean, you know, unless they just. Like, you know, we and I think even like we talked about it with Savion when he was on the show, um, you know, about what would be a good week to bring him in. And with it's always been like that, that Cincinnati week in Cincinnati, he's home, back home, you know, in front of fans, his own, probably a lot of his own fans, um, or the very next week here against the Panthers, you know, which would be week eight. And all that makes sense, you know, as far as like easing him in, but mm-hmm. like, I don't. I just don't, like you said, man. We're, Mike, you said it probably, We're winning in spite of the quarterback. Yes.
1: Yeah, and so,
0: so really, what, what, how much worse? I mean, like, unless he comes in and just throwing like picks left and right, which I, he's yeah. not a, that wasn't his MO in college. Like, he's a, he's a good decision maker. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, Mike said 100 times, a poised guy. Mm-hmm. Like, so, I mean, I, I don't think he, I don't think his heart rate gets that fast, man. And I think he, he
2: has, cause he has that trait. He has that thing that Dak Prescott has. He has mm-hmm. that thing that Russell Wilson has had for a long time, where it's like he never gets too high, he never yeah. gets too low. So mm-hmm. no moment is too big for him. Yeah. And I'm, i don't I mean, I'm, I'm Dude, pretty sure I'd I, I be ready. I wonder yeah. if we would have won that Saints game if if we if Desmond Ritter had been in that game in that second half. Yeah. Because he, he just has that trait. Like I just feel like he'll make something happen.
1: Man, you saw and the the. the into the Detroit get in game, man. the game and throw a pick, uh, man, drop a snap. Um, he could overthrow people and have a seizure on the field. And and, and it would be equal <laughs> to what we experience now. <laughs> it would be equal. It would be the same. So, like, it wouldn't even be like, oh, damn, he really shit the bed. It would be like, well, that's about Paul for the Falcons quarterback. So, yeah. and I, like we say, like we all agree, I think the main thing I see with Marcus that he lacks is poise. You look panicked all the time, like a bumbling fool. That's so his I just want to see Desmond Ritter because I feel like he is poised. Yeah. yeah, And that's why
0: I don't know what folks were really expecting. That's what, I mean, you've seen him enough throughout his career. That's just what he is, man. Like mm-hmm. that's just, he's a one-two read, get the hell out of the, out of the pocket type of guy. And like a lot of times he runs too quickly out of the pocket. Sometimes he stays too long. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't have that, it seems like that's just, I mean either he's that internal clock is too quick or it's not quick enough, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just unless he has a clean, clean pocket, he's all he's like automatically just kind of nervous, you know, and it's and it's he's that's just he not like a want.
1: rescue dog. I think, but that's the perfect name for him the rescue going Oh, always just go out shot, just dart, all just dart away for any noise or that's him. He a rescue dog dog. He just take off like <laughs>
3: Yeah, I, no. I'm
1: going to tell you something. I thought the throw he made to uh, Parker Hesse was a dope throw. And I thought the one that he made to Bird uh, was a, a good throw. I think Bird could have thrown it. So I was impressed by those throws, but just overall, dude, like. And I,
0: and I want to say I, this, too. Like, i didn't mean, to cut you off, Mike. No, nah, go <laughs> Like the the folks online saying, like, man, y'all just want to see Mariota fail like this. Y'all, that's this is, that's not it, man. Mm -hmm. Like, I want Mariota. Like I said at the beginning of the season, man, I hope he is freaking killing it. I hope that he's throwing, you know, seventy percent completion percentages and running and like just, you know, all. But like, that's not who he has been. Mm -hmm. So for us to expect him to be that is not realistic. So, but I want, yeah, of course I want him to do well because I want our team to win. But, of course, um, of course. And that's that, the bottom that's line, I, man. That
2: right there is why I never liked when people said that. Because yeah. at the end of the day, yeah, we talk about the future, we talk about draft mm-hmm. picks, we talk about this, that, and third. But I can tell you right now, every single person in this fan base would throw all of that out the window. They would throw Ritter out the window for the Falcons to go twelve and five.
0: Hundred percent. Yeah, like yep. we
2: want Mario to, to play elite, but he just hasn't.
0: Dude, if he doesn't bumble the first game, and we're we're, we're and maybe dude, we okay. We could be four and zero, oh, but we could yeah. legit could be three and one. Yeah, like easy. Yes, be. so right. So I mean, you know, if 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 he's playing differently and and better, I mean, like dude, I don't think any of us be like bring Ritter in. I mean, because yeah. why would we? Like, there's no yeah. like, and that's what we talked about before the season. I mean, like, yeah, you want to get a look at him, of course, but it, the Arthur Smith and the coaching staff's job is to to win and make it to the playoffs. Like, that's their job. So. If if they don't get a look at Ritter this year because Marcus is doing so well, so be it if they're winning games. Mm-hmm. right? But, as you know, I, I just think Marcus probably shortened his time today a little bit, even more than it was.
1: No doubt. And, and I'll say this. It's not about uh, what we want. Like, why would we want him to fail? But even if we did, it's not about what we want. It's about reality. Like, it it don't matter what I want. What's on that field, we all see the same thing. So if yeah. I want I'm hating or not. You you see what I see. Uh, so I mean, I could man want my dog to play PlayStation. I could want a lot of things, but that don't mean. It, and I want this dude to be a better quarterback. But like I said, I thought he would improve gradually over time. Just I think you would gradually calm down. Just gradually over from game to game as you learn the playbook. Mm-hmm. Just just it's no he's just looked like a pan, like a rescue dog like someone he just came home around a new owner and he don't trust nothing like i don't so i don't trust him yeah man yeah. and
0: uh we got a comment from big pop 17 what's up man thanks for viewing us man thanks for checking in the way anderson closing on chubb was there insane <laughs> <laughs> yep
1: hey hold on hold on for a minute i gotta yep. say this that was the coolest shit i've ever seen i don't know how how this is happening but hey. it just popped up on the screen.
0: One second, here's another one from Big Pop. Oh. And we only had one penalty the whole game, and we didn't talk about that one penalty for 15 that's yard, awesome. guys.
2: Yeah. yeah, that that's awesome because we played mistake mistake riddled football for the first you know two and a half games of the season. Oh, so yeah. for be a, to be able to cut that out, and you know, I didn't even realize we only had one penalty. Mm-hmm. Like now that I'm thinking back on it, yeah, that's probably why I wasn't as mad throughout the game because we weren't mm-hmm. making we weren't shooting ourselves in the foot too often right so that's good That's
0: good. yeah i mean that's crazy i mean i think they had uh they had I, actually i had it for a second but they had like seven maybe seven penalties something like that for they had a lot more than we did and we I, honestly they could have had more because it was like they missed about oh, three yeah. or four they yeah. legit missed so, about yeah. three or four calls so yeah man big pop we appreciate you checking in man um big so yeah Bob. um so man if, uh defensively uh going into next week, man, we'll talk about it on the preview show. But uh looks like Brady should probably have all his weapons next week. So uh assuming they stay healthy this week. We never know. I yeah. mean, honestly. But I mean, uh you know, good ones coming off an ACL, right? And uh
2: Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, of I course had the hamstring issue, yeah. I believe. Uh but it's I'm also interested too. Uh, I think when you're on IR you're mandatory, you have to miss four games, I think, right? Right, right. So I'm interested to see if Isaiah Oliver is coming back next week. I'm interested to see that. And and even if Jalen Mayfield is coming off of IR next week, he's not starting. He better not He better not ever. With this offensive line playing like this, and and it's not even just amazing, but compared to last season with Jalen Mayfield at left guard, it's been night and day, in my opinion. It's just been so much better. And, like, I'm not saying Elijah Wilkinson or Gossett last week are just, like, top guards in the league. But mm-hmm. when you go from like the worst guard in the league to Literally. like average, it makes the world of events yep. crazy.
0: Yeah, there's no reason he should see the field unless like no. Elijah gets hit by a car or something. Like
2: he shouldn't yeah. see the stadium. No, for real.
0: <laughs> no, there's not there's this makes no work. sense.
2: For
3: real.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> work from no. home. No, nah, yeah, man, yeah, work this just
0: yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But yeah, I mean, so the defense
1: but, but I but I do want to say this. I yeah. called this on the pre-game show. Once again, um very very proud of my offensive line, man. Y'all some dog, y'all had a dog fight uh, cuz even their backups were pretty damn good. That those backups were playing their ass off and they was rumbling, but my offensive line got dirty uh as the game go on. Yeah, the defensive is is starting to be tired, but you supposed to be tired too. And y'all revved yeah. it up when you were supposed to be revving it down, and I love y'all for it. Dog fight yeah. that we won.
0: I think what helped you know out what that, D, that that D line too for the Browns was their secondary and their back end was playing a lot better. And they they do they have a good back end anyway. Yeah. But like they were playing well enough, it was allowing that, they, that yep. those guys to get upfield a little they bit. They was more balling.
1: Taller. I will give them yeah. credit.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I and it's gonna stop the run. I mean, which was. Mm-hmm. We kind of figured that we hoped that was going to be the case. When you're down 75% of your starting defensive linemen, you hope Mm -hmm. you can run the ball with some success, especially once, you know, the way we've been doing it. And I mean, I heard like when Arthur was, when Arthur came over here, man, all the haters was like, man, Derrick Henry, he's the one that made Arthur. I don't know, man. I don't know. Not looking that way.
2: I noticed that Arthur just needs certain traits in his back. He all angry, angry
0: men, me. all angry all downhill angry men.
2: All angry runners. That's exactly mm-hmm. what it is, explosive, angry, downhill runners. Your name don't have to be Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. You can just be that prototype, and Arthur Smith can work with you. I mean, we had 200 yards rushing in the uh, Saints game, I believe. Yep. We had 200 yards rushing this week. And so that's taking me back to the tandem of Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman. Love them. You know what I'm saying? In their tandem days, our running backs are playing pretty well.
1: Yeah, but yeah. I'm gonna tell you something. Yeah. What I love is what Fleet said. He said after the game, I didn't hear that, but that I'm still thinking about that. Uh, I just went ahead and and I just what he say. He just uh he yeah, won he the game old fashioned way.
2: We, yeah, we mm-hmm. about to win this game. Always I'm gonna tell you
1: something. That's the type of shit I like. That oh, like um, I'm all for the high flying catches and the trick plays, but when it come down to like man, hey, listen, we gotta play bully ball. Just we gotta line up and line up and play and just play football. Like that's football because you might have to do that in the snow, in the mud, in some in a gritty situation. That's real football. Yes, sir. Yes,
3: the fact you yes, said that,
1: I didn't even hear that. I'm I'm like I'm smiling ear to ear just at the fact that that's what I want my head coach to talk like. Yeah, and you man. You know like
0: what, that,
2: Mike? Oh, I'm sorry, John. Go ahead.
0: No, I was gonna say the, the only the only thing that I've and it's gotten better the last few games. The mm-hmm. only thing I, I want to see from Smith is just the just to not to overthink it. Like just. And that's the only thing like, I, I mean, like, and there's, and it happens a few times per game, you know, and that's, that's better than it was because a lot mm-hmm. of times, I mean, those first few games we were like, what are we doing? Like some of these play called zero sense whatsoever. Um, But these last two games, I thought he called a flawless game in Seattle. I thought today was good minus a few kind of questionable mm-hmm. ones, but you could tell like he was going with the flow of the game. He understood what was happening. Mm-hmm. He made the changes when he had to make them. And, I mean, that's all you can ask for, the head, I mean, in your head coach. But, Fleek, go ahead, buddy.
2: Yeah. No, I was just going to say we, we do live in a day and age of, like, you know, Kansas City, Buffalo, high-flying balls mm-hmm. flying all over the place everywhere. But I i do still believe that games are won and lost in the trenches. Mm-hmm. And when you – I always said, give me two things. Give me a run game and in an in a opportunistic defense. I say that mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. We won the turnover battle today. Yep, and we won the run game, mm-hmm. and we won the game for mm-hmm. that reason. So, it it just goes to show. I understand this game is high flying, but sometimes in this NFL, it still comes down to old fashioned football. Twenty yep. to twenty.
0: I love that he said that, bro. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, when you got when you got backs like that that can get the job done. I mean. Yep. Why? Why not? Mm -hmm. Because I mean, absolutely just get it done. And I mean, shout out to Savion, man. Uh, one y'all's podcast, the the new Millennial Falcon podcast. Y'all got to check that out. Um, he said, I think, um, it's the last thing I'm gonna say about Marcus, but he's, I mean, he had a little diatribe that he went on. He said, you know, uh, just imagine what we could do with a better mobile quarterback. Imagine, Mm -hmm. like, you know, that's one that's not gonna, you know, make some of the mistakes or something Mm -hmm. like that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, oh, and, you, uh, you, you, you can't. The not
2: game just went final. Uh, yes, it did. Yes, did it did. Yes, it did.
0: In 26-16. So, yeah, man, if the Bucks lose tonight, go Chiefs. Then uh, oh, next geez. week's for first base, man. Mm. Uh, in week oh, five, geez. fighting for first
1: place. That's crazy. Who knew? Very possible. I told y'all. Actually, y'all you knew. You're the only me. one that knew.
2: Mike did I'm, say that. and in- I got
1: faith in my boys every week.
2: And you know yeah. what's so funny, Mike? Your name comes up in the spaces all the time because we all know that you are the guy that keeps us on our high horse. You, I'm you, you dog. One,
1: I'm bro. never betting against him, dog. Never. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: man, no, it's, yeah, for sure. Uh, so, man, we'll, we'll, I, we'll do y'all have any underrated, overrated before we close this thing out? I do.
1: I, I got some underrated, overrated. Hold on for a minute. I did right, man. Okay, I got underrated, overrated. I want to say this. Uh, Okay, man, underrated. Um, is our current jerseys? These jerseys might be the nastiest jerseys in the league right now. I'm not being funny. I just I stare at our players sometimes when they make plays, and and some people who are fans of other teams have called me and told me that this year, like man, them Falcon ones, y'all got man, them Jones hard. Like these might be our nastiest jerseys we have had, and they're definitely the best, the whole uniform in the league. We got the best uniform, so that's underrated. Give us our props. We are best dressed. Um, and I'm going to say overrated is uh, you know, overly tough coaches. Now, I know what I just said about Arthur Smith. I'm talking about on the field. Um, I have the – I don't know the name of the Miami uh, Miami Dolphins coach, but uh, he gained a lot of respect for me. When Tua got his head hit the other day, he got in a press conference and they asked him, like, well, how did you carry on? Like, what was after that? And uh, I was expecting a coach answer, like what we had to do, what we had to do, you know. We, and he was like, nah. It was hard to move on from that. There's no moving on. Like it's when we see that, it's man, like it's hard to concentrate and, and like the rest of the game. It kind of sucked that. Like it was, he was honest, and I, I just you having a heart and being human, saying no, it was no. I wasn't thinking about football after that for the rest of the. I know what I'm supposed to say, but no, I'm not thinking about football at all. When my man. Uh, hit his head and he stopped moving so i just got some respect for him i appreciated the honest answer that he was human and you know he seemed really concerned he didn't do the he seemed like concerned about that man as a human being and i love to see that he looked disturbed uh to even answer the question like it was his son or brother that was in the hospital so i just appreciate shit like that
0: yeah um... absolutely yeah, I thought that was cool of him too. And then, like, the only thing that I questioned after the fact is when he they asked him about um, we didn't even talk about it to a situation, but like, I couldn't believe they flew him home that night and didn't keep him overnight. Like, I that's what I said. He had to start
1: yeah. talking, he looked like he was really injured, but I said he had to get to that hospital and be talking and fully functional for that. He had to be all right and for them to Do let that. him go. That yeah. fences
0: reflex that happened when he had that when he hit the yeah. ground, dude, that's directly related to a concussion. like he got concussed yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. Two two weeks And what well, they can say whatever they want to say. Like that's yeah. what your body's reaction is to it. I mean, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the fact they let him fly home and he said, Yeah, he was watching a movie and he was laughing, like that. So that must mean he's just perfectly okay. Like right. I like, I'm not right. if I'm too I ain't trusting that damn thing anybody nah. tells me.
2: No, not in the dolphins organization. What's so weird is, I uh, and, and I'm not being funny at all when I say this, somebody I was talking to in some group chat was talking about how Samoans have, like, strong chins, and, like, their recovery and stuff is, like, quick. Like, fighters, though. Mm-hmm. Fighters. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't know if that has anything to do with anything. I still don't think he should have even played. But, like, for no. him to be bouncing back from the, like and not be showing major, major symptoms after something like that is, like, that's crazy to me.
1: Yeah, man, and, he, but he, he man, definitely can play next week, right? Oh uh, no, nah, come on. He can't
2: no way.
1: No no, way. When he's 50, like, man, he just gonna pull out in the traffic. He might not show the signs now. When he's 50, he's gonna pull right out in the traffic. Yeah, so man, you yeah. can't just say, like, like I agree with John, you keep him just I don't care how you sounding or just keep me overnight,
0: dude. And like everybody, like I think every team has to have a guy that can protect the players from themselves, yeah. Because because it got, I mean, there's not one player in the NFL that's going to say, "I don't, nah, want I think that. I'm good." Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna chill on this one. Like, there's not many guys that has that self-aware because they, they're all competitors. They want to go out, especially starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. I mean, they want to go out there and for their teammates. So, there's got to be that yeah. guy, man. That's supposed to be that guy that was they that they fired, but obviously yeah, he he, yeah. he jacked up a lot. So, um, anyway, um, yeah. I got one overrated. The New Orleans freaking Saints, man.
2: That mm. was my overrated as well. So we'll share that. I out. love will, it. Let's, let's go.
0: Before the season, man, they're talking so much shit. They're going to win the division. They're going to be 11-5, and 12-4. and four. Man, come on. Y'all thought Jameis was going to take you somewhere?
2: Mm. Yeah, if we ain't let them off the hook, they 0-4 right now, bro. Tell am telling 0-4. you. 0-4. We, we, we Oh, my gosh. That makes it even worse to me now. Now because all we got to do is go
0: to New Orleans and beat the hell out of them.
2: Yes, uh-huh. we have to. And you know what's so funny? Shout out to the guys ATV Saints. Those guys run a smooth show great podcast i went over there week one and and they said that they thought coming into the season that they were going to be pretty good and they thought that they were going to beat the Falcons like 38 to 20 in that first game that's how Crystal, thing, they yeah. thought they were their offense is horrible they they haven't played many quarters of good offensive football maybe mm. two or three this entire season
0: mm-hmm.
3: and
2: i could not be happier about it so, yeah, 100%. we share that overrated. I, I,
0: I, I mean, because I mean, Chris, who we have on, a, you know, during the season, does does our Saints previews with us, previews with us. You know, huge Saints fan. Um, you know, he he totally bought in on Jameis. You know, said like, I mean, I understand. Like, he had a good three, whatever it was, three or four games before he got hurt last year. Looked like a different guy. Um, but and I give him the fact that he's been hurt this year, obviously with his back. But like, I still didn't. Believe that Jameis is going to be like mm-hmm. the guy. All of a sudden, he's like Mariota. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you don't expect him to all of a sudden just just mm-hmm. flip a switch and he's going to be like Pro Bowl. But uh, yeah, and then you got the Red Rocket there as the backup. So I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I, I just it's yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I take a lot of joy in the, in watching that demise. Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah, same. And I love seeing the Bucks struggle. I love all the injuries and the fact that they're struggling. And I called that one if you remember, but mm-hmm. I love it.
2: I hope yeah. they struggle tonight against the Chiefs.
1: <laughs> well, I think oh, the Chiefs are
2: underrated. Yeah, go
1: ahead. Okay. Shoot it. So my
2: underrated is Mercedes-Benz Stadium.
1: Mm. Like okay. I, I love that one, Fleet.
2: Beautiful infrastructure, man. I don't think we get talked about enough league-wide. One of the best stadiums, if not the best stadium in the league to me, is this sits like a big, beautiful metallic origami in the middle of downtown. Mm. It's just like <laughs> The most futuristic thing in the world, and then you have beautiful with the with the uh, the roof open today. Man, Every today was perfect, day. man. Yeah, today yeah. was
1: perfect for that roof.
2: It I mean, was. seventy
0: degrees. Like, y'all look the forecast. The next fourteen days is like high is like seventy degrees. Mm-hmm. That's Whoa. beautiful. Yeah, like, oh, that's that's why that's why, people, that's why folks move here, man. That's why they keep yeah. moving here.
1: Yeah, so,
0: man. I mean, that's just it's beautiful, man. But. uh all right, man. We're going to close the show out, guys. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Thank you all for watching. Um, again, I'm going to put this uh, on, of course, our regular podcast and uh, it'll be posted to YouTube tonight. So you guys can always follow us on Twitter, out of your effing mind. On Instagram, out of your falcon mind. we got a Facebook page. You can go like it uh, if you're watching us on YouTube. If you're here, man, like and subscribe. We do a couple of shows per week, preview show, recap show. Uh, during the off season, we're going to break down some some uh some college players for the draft going into the combine. We're gonna we do all that stuff. So it's gonna be uh we're pretty much year round, man. That's pretty much what we 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 actually got a, a ton of views and listens during the off season. So I mean how crazy
1: I don't know. Is that? I didn't know but, that we were gonna yeah. I didn't know
0: if we were gonna keep doing it, but like oh well, look Mike, we are um I think we are like two weeks away from our one year anniversary. So we'll have to do something special for that oh show.
2: okay. Nice, nice Almost congratulations a year. On that.
1: And if you listening, man, if, if you want to like our stuff and subscribe, we don't want any sane people. You got to be out of your falcon mind. <laughs> if you sane, if, if you make logical, sensible arguments, don't come over here with that shit. <laughs> <All right? laughs> Will you be out of your falcon mind and we love y'all, man. Thank you so much. That's right, man.
0: Fleek, man. Thanks so much on short Fleek, notice. Man. Always Fleek. Thank you oh, for
1: coming, yeah. man. Hey, listen,
2: I, you know, I've been rocking with y'all for so long, man. Hey, Anytime, Mike hit me up like as soon as I was walking out the stadium. Mike said, "You want to do post game?" I said, "Yes, sir." Anytime y'all need me, I'm here. I appreciate y'all always, you know, showing me love and, and of course, you know really. allowing me to talk on on y'all platform about these dirty
1: birds. Man, we Absolutely, love having you dog.
0: Open invitation, man. Open having. invitation. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so and, and y'all check out Fleek and Hunter and Savion mm-hmm. and oh,
2: yeah. um, So follow us at NM Falcons. ATB. So that stands for new Millennium founders, ATB, but that's the new page. we got the new pictures, the new branding and everything. So make sure you check us out. Absolutely.
0: Go. Yeah. It's a fantastic podcast. Y'all do not want to miss that one. And we'll be back. Mike and I will be back probably on Wednesday or Thursday night for the preview show for the bucks. And uh, we'll have a whole lot more to talk about. Then we'll talk about some of the com- press conferences that, you know, the coaches and players are going to go through uh, about this game and, bring up some other stuff that we didn't get to on this, talk about some college and you know whatnot that happened over the weekend and uh, going into the next Saturday as well. Mike, we have a we do have a baseball tournament next Sunday, so okay. I may not see the Tampa game okay. as live, but just like before, we'll have to just play yeah. around with that one, see how it goes. But, we'll make it work. Um, we'll make it work. We always do. Go Braves. Sorry. Had
2: to oh, that. go Braves. We, we,
0: yeah, that's right. We got to get off and go watch the Braves <laughs> sweep the mess tonight. Yes, sir. What, well, dude? If that happens, man, like, oh my gosh. what kind the of weekend week have week. we had? Like, seriously? That's oh I'm my saying.
2: gosh! The entire state of Georgia.
0: We what kind of weekend? I can't even – and us being Alabama fans getting that win too and seeing yeah. – we didn't even talk about – Bryce, we, we know, we'll talk about that on our own. But uh, <laughs> yeah,
2: see, we, we got to – hey, man, I got to come on here again soon,
0: man. Yeah, we need a whole other podcast on that.
2: Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> seriously.
0: Anyway, thank you guys for listening, as always, man. We appreciate the hell out of every single one of y'all it takes time to watch and listen. Y'all keep supporting us. We'll keep doing everything that we can to make a good show for you guys and entertain the hell out of you, as Mike will certainly do every week. Without you know,
1: we gonna man, hey, listen, the Braves going to win tonight. Um, y'all got amazing weather in Georgia right now. The Falcons won two in a row, and you got the Out of Your Falcon Mind podcast. What more does your greedy ass need in life? If you can't be happy with that, <laughs> you are being greedy, buddy, okay? I love you guys. Thank you. Out of Your Falcon Mind with my man, Fleet. Peace. We out. I love it.
3: I love it.